Hello, and welcome to the next season and the next chapter in memorable things I want you to remember. This particular season is going to focus on topics and issues I wish to pass on, advice I want to give my son. The first piece of advice I want to give my son, and I, I challenge anybody on this one, to take these words of wisdom, this pieces of advice, take it for what it's worth. Advice. You can follow it. You don't have to. It's okay. It won't bother me. But again, this is advice for my son. Advice I am giving him as his father so that when the day comes when I'm not around, he can look back on this advice and think, wow, I learned this from my dad. The first piece of advice I leave for him is be around. Turning a boy into a man is a man's job. Since the beginning of time, it has been up to a father to make his son responsible. Kind, courageous, honorable. A young boy doesn't come with instructions. He comes with boundless love and an adventurous spirit. But the journey to manhood begins very early. The first time he looks at his dad and thinks, I want to be just like him. This particular one is, is near and dear to my heart as tomorrow, the 17th of May, marks an anniversary in my life. Back in 2003, yeah, May of 2003, my grandfather, the man I looked up to my whole life, was taken from me. And while I knew that he had bone cancer, and I knew that he was dying, and I know that grandparents, as much as we wish they would live forever, I know that they don't. I was heartbroken the day I was told he's gone. My grandfather was the person that I looked up to. He was the one I admired. Growing up, I was told World War II stories non-stop. But I never grew tired of those stories. And they're stories I pass on to my son to this day. Stories of my grandfather at Pearl Harbor. Stories of my grandfather flying with Colonel Doolittle in the Doolittle Raid. But I never grew tired of them. The week, bef- the week before he died, I had called him as it had become custom. Because earlier in that year, I had gone out to North Carolina to see him. Knowing more than likely it was going to be the last time I ever saw him. And I treasure that. But I told him before I got into the airport, before I boarded the flight, that from that point on, I would call him once a week. I would check in, say, hey, how you doing? Find out how he was doing, that kind of thing. And that day I had called him, and I, I remember this, this particular one very, very vividly. I called him, and we had a topic about the ending of World War I. It was coming in May, and I had a, a history class that I had a final for, and I always called him right around finals times, and he would walk me through, hey, you can do this. I got your back. And so I took it to heart. The following week, as custom, I was going to call him, and my mother had said, Joe, don't. 
call him the next day. I said, okay, I was a little confused. I was like, but it's today. I have to call him today. I, I don't understand. And she had said that the night before, he had had a rough, a rough time. He wasn't feeling the best. And so I said, okay, no problem with that. And the next day came and I was busy working for my stepdad. And he came up to me and he said, Joe, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but your grandfather passed away yesterday. And I just stood there. I was heartbroken. Like somebody had reached into my chest and just ripped my heart out. And he looked at me and he said, Joe, if you need to go home, take the rest of the day. That's fine. I said, no, I need to work. That was the work ethic my grandfather had instilled in me. Do not stop working till the job is done. And it is, it is a work ethic I've put into my son as well. But I was devastated. Because I had been told the day before, don't call him. And I feel like, and even to this day, I feel like I had been told don't call him because they were protecting, my mother and my stepfather were protecting me from finding out that he was gone. They didn't want me calling to talk to grandpa when he was already gone. He was, he was back at, he was at home in heaven. And it, it gets hard year after year and people will say, time will heal the wound. And while that's true, time does heal the wounds. It doesn't get easier. It really doesn't. And the reason why I say in that piece of advice, be around, is there are too many dads out there, too many men out there that have had a son, that the minute the child's born, they disappear. That they're not around. And that's a piece of advice I want to give to my son is be around. If you're going to have a child, be there for that child. That child needs you. And I know that every day. That's the primary thing that gets me out of bed is I need to be here for my son. He looks up to me. He depends on me. Lately, he's been getting on my case because I work an awful lot because I'm not home a lot but when I am home I'm home I'm there for him I try not to work until he's in bed I am there for him I play with him I do things for him I'm in his Cub Scout troop later in this year he will be joining me in the Demolays and the Squires which is the little kids version of the Masons and he knows I will be there for him. This year in school, I have had the privilege to take him to lunch and spend time with him. I showed up in his class on my birthday and spent my birthday reading to his class, showing his friends, hey, his dad cares. His dad's got his back. He had an issue this year where a kid was bullying him and I confronted the young child and I said, could you please not do that? That's not polite. 
this little boy hasn't had a problem with my son since. So for all the men out there, this is the challenge that I'm going to leave you with. Be there for your child. When you're at home, be there for them. Do things with them. Whether you're the coach of your child's little league team or their den leader and cub scouts or the den mother and their girl scout troop, whatever their activities are, be there for them. Put the phone away. Put the computer away. Put the iPad away. I know that business and work is hard. But when you're at home, be there for your child. Your child will come to respect it. Talk to you all next week.